Well, good day to all of you. Uh, grace, peace, and mercy to all of you this day. Glad to be with you once again for another midweek devotion here on our YouTube channel. Glad you have taken the time to join me this day as we gather around two different uh, stories from Scripture. We're going to do a little comparison contrast work today. And so one uh, verse we're going to share is from the Gospel of John, the 14th chapter, verse uh, 27. And the other one is going to be from the Gospel of Matthew, the 10th chapter, verses 34. So if you, you know, want to open up your Bibles, find both of those places, you sure can. Once again, John 14, verse 27, Matthew 10, verse 34. If you don't want to, to do that legwork, don't worry. I'm going to read both of them for you. So you can just sit back, relax, and just listen to the stories be read. Well, let's begin with a word of prayer. Holy and gracious God, your word to us isn't always clear. May your spirit open us to fully understand the message you share with us in Jesus. We pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, have you ever been in a conversation um, with someone where they said something that actually contradicted maybe something they had told you already? Like, you know, you know, they said, hey, you know what? The world is round. But then only a few minutes later, they were like, no, but if you sail that way, you're going to fall off the face of the earth. Now, of course, that's a pretty outlandish example. But I think you get my point that sometimes people, or even we, we say things that are contradictory. And when that happens, we find ourselves not sure what to say or to do about it. Now, I do think, though, there are moments where that seeming contradiction is not actually a contradiction but rather it's an explanation trying to provide a broader understanding of something right which is what i think that we find juxtaposed in these two stories from scripture that i'm going to share with you john 14 verses 27 and mark 10 matthew 10 verse 34 so first uh, john 14 Jesus said to the disciples, Peace I leave with you. My peace I give to you, and I do not give to you as the world gives. Do not let your hearts be troubled. Do not let them be afraid. Okay, now I think that's a pretty nice sentiment around, uh, around peace, right? To hear Jesus say, Do not let your hearts be troubled. Um, like this sense of, hey, just you know, stay calm. Right, but then Matthew's gospel records Jesus saying this, Do not think that I have come to bring peace to the earth. I have not come to bring peace, but a sword. For I have come to set a man against father, a daughter against her mother, a daughter-in-law against her mother-in-law, and one's foes will be members of one's own household. Well, that doesn't sound very good, does it? And so here we have Jesus talking about giving peace. And then on the other hand, we hear him say he didn't come to give peace or bring peace. So what is it? And what do we make of what Jesus is saying? Is Jesus like contradicting himself? I mean, after all, like one of Jesus's titles, right, is the Prince of Peace. Well, maybe part of the issue is and, and why we may see Jesus's words as a contradiction 
is that when it comes to that word peace, we tend to just think about things being calm, right? When things are peaceful, there's, there's tranquility. You know, when there's peace, there is an absolute uh, absence of violence and struggle. But that's not what the definition or the way that Jesus, I think, would describe peace. As Frederick Buechner, a, a theologian and writer, writes, Jesus' peace seems to have not meant the absence of struggle, but the presence of love. And so you see, Jesus is not contradicting himself. Rather, he's giving a fuller explanation of what he means by peace. Right? That peace is knowing that you are loved. Not that life will be easy. That life, you know, uh, that the peace he gives doesn't mean life's not going to have struggle. Not going to have hardship. You're not going to experience conflict. But the peace that is presence is the one that knowing that God loves you and that God is present through all of that. Right? And that, as Paul says, well, that's the peace that surpasses all our understanding. Well, thank you for joining me today. Let's close our time together with a word of prayer. God of all peace, Help us to know, Lord, that the peace you have surrounded us with in Christ is not one that means the absence of struggle or conflict, but rather the peace that we dwell in is knowing you are present in it. May we hold fast to that promise each day. We pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, thanks everyone for being here today with me uh, for another midweek devotion. We'll be back at it again next week. <coughs> Until then, though, have a, a great and wonderful rest of your week. We'll see you next Wednesday. God bless you.